Welcome back to The 40-Minute Mentor, the business podcast on a mission to make mentorship accessible to everyone. Whether you're just beginning your career, are a startup founder, or just in need of some fresh career inspiration, this show is designed to cover everything from the ground up in just 40 minutes. So let's dive in. I've loved reconnecting with some incredible 40-Minute Mentors over the past few weeks for our Where Are They Now mini-series, And today is the last installment before we kick off Series 7. So without further ado, I'm delighted to welcome back the brilliant Azechi Britain MBE, co-founder and CEO of Code Untapped and founding member and principal of the VC firm ImpactX. Ayers previously featured on our social mobility episode, which if you haven't heard before, is a really thought-provoking and insightful listen. So please do check it out. We'll leave a link to it in the show notes. Since we last spoke to Ez, he's been a very busy man and his efforts have not gone unnoticed as he's recently been awarded an MBE from the Queen for services to diversity and young people. What a legend. I couldn't think of a more deserving person to receive such an award and I'm so honoured that Ez took time out of his very busy schedule to come in and have a chat with us. In this episode, we discuss what he and ImpactX have been up to since his last appearance on the pod including how Marshmallow, one of Impact X's portfolio companies, has gone from zero to a billion dollar valuation in a few short years. And of course, we talk about what it felt like to find out about his MBE, and he gives some fantastic advice on what we can all do to help advance social mobility in the UK and beyond. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this very special Where Are They Now episode with the incredible Azechi Britain MBE. Ez, welcome back to the 40 Minute Mentor. It's a real pleasure to see you again. How are things? It's been good, actually. It's been a really busy, I think, 18 months since I last spoke to you. And it's been a pretty um, crazy start to 2022, actually. I know, obviously, it's been a tough time for everyone, but it's, it's been a whirlwind beginning to the year, as you can imagine. Yes, I can imagine. And, and the reason being, for those that don't know, and Ez was honoured with an MBE very recently, uh, which is an incredible achievement and something we're going to come on to talk about. But before we jump into that, you last came on 40 Minute Mental in 2020 on our very special Social Mobility Roundtable episode, which received amazing feedback and I thought think was full of thought-provoking conversation. A lot has happened in the world since then. So I'd love to love to know what you've been up to in the last couple of years. So since then... Well, I mean, quite a lot. Obviously, ImpactX continued to invest. We've now got over 10 companies in our portfolio, as well as quite a few creative projects. I'd say probably about 23 active investments running at this moment in time. And we're now concentrating on raising our much larger £100 million round, um, fund, which we're hoping to close very, very soon. Out of that, obviously, you might mention this a bit later on, but you know we've had some successes already with the likes of Marshmallow, which hit unicorn status, which is only the second black-run unicorn to have come out of the UK. So that's been absolutely fantastic. I've been continuing to do my work with Code Untapped, running hackathons, workshops, and just generally trying to give underrepresented and diverse technologists an opportunity to showcase what they can do. And it was largely from our work with Code Untapped and ImpactX that I was named MBE in the 2022 honours list. 
And then outside of that, you know, I continue to advise, mentor. I'm now on, I'm an advisor to the venture studio from Crisis. So Crisis, the homeless charity, and they're, they're working now to invest in startups that may potentially help to end the cause of homelessness. So I'm, I'm an advisor to their board. And I'm on the uh, transition board for Spring, which is the new centre of excellence for the water sector, helping to create enabling bids under the new Offwatt £200 million innovation fund. So as you can imagine, very busy. I mentor. I'm a mentor for MSD UK, for Hackquarters, Colour and Tech, all sorts of things. So never a dull moment. I love it. <laughs> I think it's never sad. a dull <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know many busier people and you're doing so many important things that really are moving the dial for, for a lot of people in the UK and, and beyond. So thank you for all that. I mean, you, you mentioned Impact X. What an incredible year. You know, Marshmallow being the second black run unicorn in the UK, it's a real success story. I'd love just to, just to get your thoughts on on why that's been so successful and any other highlights from Impact X's portfolio in the last year that you've been particularly proud of. I think Marshmallow is a really interesting story and it talks or it speaks to one of the reasons why we believe it's important to focus on underrepresented founders. And that's a they because of our lived experiences, we see problems that other people or other organizations might have overlooked. If we look at what Marshmallow does, they're an insurtech company. They sell car insurance. This is a classic example of a highly, highly saturated space. There are many, many car insurance providers out there. But here's an interesting thing about car insurance or insurance in general. Most people don't know who their insurance provider is. They couldn't tell you. They can't remember, right? You sign up for it, you get it up there, you pay for it, you forget about it. All right? So there's very little brand loyalty in the insurance space, which provides opportunity. The second thing is the experience of claiming by insurance is horrendous. So the one time you actually do engage with the brand, you typically have a horrible experience, right? And then finally, Marshmallow identified a niche that most insurance companies just don't care about. And that was migrant drivers. So what Marshmallow particularly focuses on is providing car insurance to migrant drivers who are typically overpriced when they're charged by your regular insurance company. And the reason that why that happens is it's hard to get data on them. You know, they have thin credit files because they're not, they haven't come from the UK. There's no driving records for them. So most insurance companies just avoid them where possible. And the best way to do that is just jack the prices up. Charge as much as you can, de-risk yourself, and then forget about them. What Marshmallow did was go, actually, this is this is an opportunity because no one cares about these people. And this is our lived experience, right? It's what we see all the time. What they focused on was, well, if we can actually find information on these people by working with credit bureaus abroad, we can then price these all these people because we'll have data that no one else has. And we can then provide a service to this group of individuals that is massively overlooked. And guess what? They've gone from zero to a billion dollar valuation by doing exactly that. And they're barely scratching the surface. So that to me speaks to everything that we're doing in Impact. Yeah, what a success story. And yeah, huge congrats to you and the team for for seeing that potential and and i think that's so much of what you're doing isn't it It, it's it's spotting those underrepresented founders that deserve the chance but don't get it elsewhere and giving them the platform to succeed and yeah i can't wait to see how it evolves absolutely and the main congrats on that one has to go to yvonne bagella 
on the team who spotted that particular organization. I can't take credit for that. But, you know, we work on these deals as a team. But no, absolutely props to Yvonne on that one. Well, we, we briefly touched upon the biggest highlight of 2022 for you, Ez, which is your recent MBE award for services to diversity and young people. So, I mean, we've said it before, but what an achievement. I can't imagine how it felt to receive that, you know, not something many of us will ever get to have that sense of achievement. So what did it mean to you personally when you heard the news? Well, I mean, most of your audience won't be able to see this because obviously it's a podcast, but I, I get a smile on my face every time I talk about it because it has been just such an incredible honour um, to receive this. And I think the key thing for me, me personally, has been that recognition, validation of all the work that I've been doing in this space. And genuinely, that recognition that this is important. You know, I wasn't just awarded an MBE for anything. I was given, an, I was named an MBE for services to diversity and young people, right? For the work that I do Code Untapped and with ImpactX, that's what's been recognized. So it just goes to show how important this space is and what we do. And what that means is my voice becomes a little bit more powerful now when I talk about this. But really, the biggest thing for me has been the impact it's had on other people. The amount of support I've had from the wider community at Hop has just been incredible. Whether it's been likes, messages, phone calls, emails, they've just come flooding in from people all throughout the community. But the biggest one is when I look at the impact it's had on those people out there, I had a friend of mine called me up on New Year's Day morning, practically in tears, just congratulating me. And his whole thing was, his, his message was, you, like me, you're a black man from Lewisham. He goes, people like us don't get recognized in this way. You do not understand how important this is. And I think that's the thing that's touched me more than anything else, is that in some ways, this is more important to other people than it is to me and it's pretty important to me but it, it's the inspiration that's giving others that they can also achieve you know as we spoke about in previous talks i didn't do well in my a levels i had to find my way out right and i've managed to go from a very poorly performing secondary school to now being named an mbe for all the work that we've done recently so that to me is incredible and if having that honor just you know inspires one person to go and do that little bit more to try and achieve more than i've achieved then it serves its purpose as far as i'm concerned yeah and and i think you know they say you you have to be seen to believe it right and i think your story and all you've achieved and seeing you recognized in this way will inspire many others to think well actually okay i may not have been born into the best situation the world may feel against me many times but as did it and and i can as well and i think we need that in society. We really, really do. Yeah. So I, I can't congratulate you enough, but it's it's just, it's wonderful, especially when we've had people on the podcast that just continue to do incredible things. Before we continue with today's episode, I was wondering if I could ask you a small favor. We absolutely love sharing our guests' inspiring stories with you. And I can't thank you enough for being one of our loyal listeners. But feedback is so important. So if you have any suggestions on how we can make 40 Minute Mental even better, 
or you just want to tell us how much you love the show or a particular episode, then we would love to hear from you. So please head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash 40mm and leave us a review. We really, really appreciate it. That's ratethispodcast.com forward slash 40mm. Thank you so much, and we can't wait to hear from you. We've got to talk about social mobility. It's a a topic we're both really passionate about, and we know that big changes continually need to be made to level the playing field in society and help those from underrepresented communities. Since we had that very engaging conversation and, and we, there was lots of debate and, and, and great thoughts from all, all different angles, what improvements have you seen in tech and VC since we last spoke a couple of years back? And, and what more needs to be done? Because it, it, it is a continual discussion and something that needs to kind of we need to keep the focus on it i think uh, for, for a long time to come so if we start in the tech piece the first thing i would say is i've seen a significant level of engagement from the business community around looking for diverse technologists there seems to we seem to have moved beyond the is this a problem do we really need to do something about it to the world of no actually you know what yes no, we get it. We've heard it. We need more people like this in the organization. Now, whether they can find them, whether they can do the work needed to get them on board is, is a question. But there are so many great organizations like Coding Black Females, run, founded by Charlene Hunter, who also got an MBE in, in um, this year's awards. But you know, because of the work that we've done with them, they've ultimately placed black female coders in Amazon, in NatWest, and they're continuing to do fantastic work. So, you know, just on a small scale, we're, we're definitely seeing changes. In the world of VC and entrepreneurship, you know, historically the stats have been really poor, really stark, right? If we talk about black founders, for example, 0.2% of funding has gone to black founders historically. If you look at black female founders in America, I think something like 38 have raised more than a million dollars ever, right? So the numbers historically have been really bad, but if I look at some of the things that have happened in the last year, actually, it really does give cause for hope. I, we mentioned Marshmallow. They were the second black-led uh, unicorn to come out of the UK. But literally, only the month prior, the first black-led unicorn was announced, which was World Remit. And that was in 2021. On top of that, we've got other great companies that are doing incredible things in the fundraising space. So Audio Mob, run by Christian and Wilfred, they raise money at a £110 million valuation or $110 million valuation. And they're in the gaming space, ad gaming space. You've got people like Marion Jamot, who's launched a food, te- a food delivery startup providing African food to people. And she raised around, I think she was valued, she raised about $3 million, something like that. But what we're starting to see is some real traction starting to pick up, which is fantastic. In America, investments in black founders increased 4x last year. All right. Now, don't get me wrong, that only takes them to about 1.6%, right, in terms of all funding, which is not amazing, but it's a big step forward. So we are seeing changes, but there's still a lot more to be done. For example, black led funds, we've still seen very little progress in terms of these funds actually closing and announcing these these rounds of funding coming in. I know there's a lot of progress being made underneath her, and I, I won't talk to that at this moment in time, 
but it's taken a very long time to get there. And I think that's the space where I'd really like to see real progress made, more LPs backing funds like Impact X, like 10 by 10, like Cornerstone, like Black Seed Ventures. That's a big piece. And interestingly, I have a conversation next week with Kwasi Kwarteng, the UK Secretary of State for Business and Energy. And these are some of the things I'm going to be talking to him about. And that's being hosted by Wintro Global. So, you know, what we're seeing is more engagement happening, right? Now we need to see some more action. Definitely. Love that. And and good luck for that conversation. I think I, I think if there's anyone that can move this uh, agenda forward, I think it's you, Ez. And, 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 and it's great to see that you have hope. And I think that will rub off on our listeners. And, and I think we can all all do our bit to keep this in the spotlight and keep it moving forward. We actually had Ham Serenjoji from Chipper Cash on the podcast last series, who who's uh, you know double unicorn founder now, one of very few black founders in the US that's that's done that. And I think more hopefully putting a spotlight on founders from underrepresented backgrounds. There's just so much talent out there and it's great to see things uh, moving in the right direction. Hopefully the, the VC world can follow suit. Before we get to our, our final question, as for those that are hearing this and are feeling inspired to play their own part, what can we all do to personally play our part in making business and society fairer and helping those that are less fortunate? That's such a, it's an easy and it's a hard question at the same time. I mean, if you're in a position of power, make sure, and you're in a position where you're recruiting or you're procuring services, cast your net that little bit wider, right? Have a look at your pipeline, set up data flows so that you can actually analyze, you know what, are we doing the best that we can? Are we getting the widest pool possible? Or have we artificially narrowed the target that we're looking for, you know, the individuals that we're sourcing from? If you're not in that position, there's still things you can do. You can work with other companies, startups. There are great organizations out there who want advisors, want mentors, need pro bono support to get off the ground. There are so many fantastic startups that need angel investment. And if you know they qualify under SEIS, EIS, these are great schemes, which are, you know, that's one of the things I would say the UK government has done a fantastic job about, is providing very strong incentives to invest in early stage companies. And, you know, the SEIS, the EIS scheme are amazing ways to do that. So there are multiple ways that people can help, whether it's through increasing the pipeline, whether it's through widening the landscape, whether it's through mentoring, advising, whether it's through investing. And these are things that every normal person can do in one way or another, right? If you can't do any of the above, you can mentor, you can advise, or you can give pro bono time to some of these organizations. If you've got the money, you can invest. If you're in a position of leadership, you can widen the channel, right? So there is always something that can be done. Yeah. And there's no excuses really, are there? And as you said, it, even if it's pro bono mentorship and giving time, there's no, there are no excuses. No, thank you. And finally, as just, you know, we're recording this at the start of 2022, it's already been a great start to the year for you, you personally. But what are you looking forward to in the in the, the 12 months ahead, both from a professional and personal perspective? I think from a professional perspective, our focus uh, Impact X is fully on getting this first major round of funding closed and start investing again. You know, we want to put money to work in at least 10 startups this year. That's the plan. Code Untapped is moving firmly in the direction of um, incubation, becoming a venture studio. 
So we're hoping to get some wheels rolling in that direction and start actually incubate a few startups. We have a couple in the stable, but we want to start adding some more over the course of the year. Then in my personal life, I think the number one thing will be actually pick up my medal. Attend <laughs> my prestigious <laughs> ceremony. Uh, meet the Queen. Awesome. That, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's something to look forward to. Brilliant. Well, you really deserve it. And I hope it's a fantastic day whenever COVID allows it to happen. And yeah, we wish you all the very best. You know, you and, and the Codan Tap team and the Impact X team, you're doing incredible work. And uh, I think I speak for all our listeners when we say congrats and keep keep up the great work. It's been great to see you again. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been so much fun to come back as well. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, Ed. Wow, what an episode to finish this mini-series on. I don't think I've come across a more humble person than Ez. He's always so willing to offer his mentorship, and it's so great to see his brilliant work recognised by the Queen. What an achievement. And he certainly didn't hold back with candid insights and advice in this episode. We've finally come to a point with social mobility where there's a general acceptance that there's a lot of work to be done. But now more than ever is the time for us all to roll up our sleeves and pay it forward where we can. So let me leave you with this question. What are you going to do in the next month to pay it forward? Perhaps you can offer up some mentorship to someone who needs it. I'd love to hear how you pay it forward. So please let me know at james at jbmc.co.uk. And if there's anything that me or the JBM team can ever do to help you when it comes to this important topic, please don't hesitate to reach out. I can't thank Ez and all our 40 Minute Mentors enough for taking the time to chat to me and share their mentorship with us once again. I always learn so much from these conversations and I honestly cannot wait for you to listen to Series 7 in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks again for tuning into this feature series and if you enjoyed it, please don't forget to leave a review. We really appreciate your support. See you soon for Series 7.